0: I remember having this moment where I was like, I'm gonna be a freaking billionaire. Like, I'm, everybody
1: else is probably like, what's he really talking about? Unless they've no. experienced like yeah. that big cash influx where you're like,
0: no matter what anybody says, I know this works. I said, go to every grocery store, take my card, buy every everything. Like a toy that is $29.99 on Amazon legitimately might be $46.99 or $49.99 on Walmart because there's not the dummies to for us, that's the year that we did. We had our first seven figure year. Um, I think we did like 1.3 or 1.2 or something like that. I did, I think, like close to 20
2: grand, just like minimal.
1: 20 blocks, you uh fired your wife or whatever. So, <laughs> I want to hear a little bit about that.
0: Were, were you nervous to have the conversation? I or I only want you to source this site that nobody else really talks about. You know, yep. in the arbitrage space, people are like, we'll talk about these 12 stores, and then there's <laughs> like. All these other stores. but I mean, $20,000, $30,000 worth of profit, something like that. And, um, you know, just wow. you know, I'm a different man because of that, you know, the, those failures from my twenties and, you know, and, uh, you know, and really I could even share like, uh, what's the most you've lost on a Oof,
2: that's rough. What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Side Hustle Experiment Podcast. I have Drew here. We have Cody Does Amazon. Cody is definitely an OG, he was one of the very first people to help me. I always remember this. I issued a challenge to my YouTube following. So if I don't spend, I think it was a thousand dollars, I'm gonna give someone a thousand dollars. So if I didn't spend a hundred or a thousand dollars on online arbitrage products, I was gonna give it out. And he's like, dude, do not give anyone money. Um, and we kind of like hopped on, um, a call and he showed me how to use inventory labs for the first time. And yeah, I ended up off of that first search. I found my first product so I was able to spend a thousand dollars. So super That's great. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we've been, I think he started with books a little bit. Um, we've always just been back and forth on Instagram. We've met in person, uh, Cody's just a great guy He runs a discord has a family, he does so much different stuff, so we're really excited to have him on the
0: pod today. thanks, man. I'm happy to be here. I didn't know it's funny I don't even think of you as the book guy anymore uh like back then that's yeah. all i mean you were just doing a yeah. bunch of now I think of you as you know the online arbitrage guy like you've uh you know uh like you're doing you're doing significant things you know with that so uh it's crazy yeah, to I just think remember
2: sitting on the top floor of my warehouse doing i think we did like a Skype. And you were just like walking me through your TA settings and you're just like this. Is, and then I was like, okay, like here it goes. And sure enough, off my third, I I totally screwed it up though too, because you were just like starting with what you know. And I knew media because I was selling sure. DVDs. So I started the searches with that and I did like a Walmart search, like media. And I was like, oh man, this stuff's so profitable. And I was doing it and it turns out I was buying all third party. And I looked at all the DVDs and like all the covers were different. And I'm like, "Huh, this is weird. And I was like, oh, I'm sure it's fine. I do not recommend doing this. Luckily, nothing happened. But yeah, that was eye-opening experience. Yeah.
0: We need to start a software company because I've paid that stupid company. I, pay, I mean, Unbroken since way back then. That was at my old house. I mean, I know that was years ago. I've been paying tactical arbitrage hundreds of dollars a month. For a long time now. Uh, it's like, man, I'm on the wrong bit. I need to figure out how to how to, get that software money.
1: Yeah, do you still use it today? Like, Tactical? To yeah, I used it
0: this morning. Yeah, I use it every day. Wow.
1: I'd never hear that. Like, I from when the, I only started in 2020, and I'd never hear like anybody use this. It's interesting. You're like, yeah, I use it every single day.
0: Yeah, I think it's a psyop. I think that I know <laughs> all the big guys all the, all the people that are running leads list and those, like they use it every single day. You know, they're spending not just the basic They're I mean, they're paying for the full package with extra, you know, scan time. Um, so I think those guys are like, nah, don't, and there's not really any real incentive to affiliate for it anymore. And so like, like that like, that's terrible. Don't use TA, you know, do manual instead. Uh, but I mean, you can go through. So uh, if, if it were just me, I don't know if I would use it every day, but I mean, my discord we're trying to pump out as many leads as possible like every day and so um you know it makes sense for us
1: yeah that's sweet yeah the software money is where it's at there there's some companies i I know some guys that own like multiple things in this space not only is your recurring money the margin's like 90 percent, but you exit that company for a ridiculous amount of money like you can become a millionaire if you start a good amazon software
0: business it's crazy what caleb roth did right he he got, yeah. got you off the ground and going and then sold it as a a, a SaaS company and then, um you know uh you you look at what uh, what is it three colts is that's who owns tactical arbitrage now yeah i think there's anything that says amazon they're just buying it so uh it's got to be some money there so
2: yeah i mean tactical arbitrage was done by that guy alex too and yeah three, three i think ta- three colts i think tactical arbitrage might have been like the first one to be bought, unless they had other stuff. I know they bought repricers They have all sorts of stuff. Like if you go to the three Colts menu, like they'll be like, "Oh, do you want all this other stuff?" They do like right. reimbursement. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. Probably if you bought all the stuff, you'd probably be in for like, you no, know, like <laughs> yeah, six to eight hundred bucks
0: with all their stuff. If there were a software, so right now I'm doing Walmart too. Uh, fifty percent of my um time, and probably I don't know twenty or thirty percent of my money this year is going towards growing my Walmart third-party store. And if I... So I'm literally like... um, You know, take something like this freaking toy here. If I scan this in Walmart, right now, this is the way I'm doing it. It's crazy. It's really dumb. I'm scanning the barcode with whatever, you know, scanner app and then for Amazon. And then I'm going out of that app, scanning it again with Walmart to see what it is. And with Walmart, I'm not getting any real data except for what's available. So... Whoever gets there first and makes a Walmart scanner app that also works with Amazon, they'll have a bunch of people. I I bet there'll be ten thousand new Walmart sellers. Like, I mean, just constantly pouring in this year. Like, like it's it's getting attention. It's an obviously great opportunity. So I think that's a huge market. If you wanted to do a software, that's that's what I would do next. You know. What I made you start
2: on Walmart? I know nothing about Walmart. Everyone always asks me, "Are you going to sell on Walmart?" I have some, another business I'm kind of working on this year. Um, I don't know. It's always intriguing to hear when like everyone starts talking about it. It's like, oh, maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I'm not missing something. But yeah.
0: what what made you start on it? And maybe what beginner tips would you have? Yeah, the FOMO is real. It's uh, <laughs> uh fear of missing out. Everybody's kind of like, well, uh, uh, I think it might be good for Amazon long term. You know, m- maybe get some of the dummies off of <laughs> uh, some of those listings. Sure, but, yeah. um, uh, yeah, so, um, I was on a call in, like, 2018 or 2019 or something like that, and I told, um, I told the Zoom callers, I was on, I was like, you guys have to get a Walmart right now, and the, the reason I started my, my good friend, uh, Matt Cooper, um, he, he started like a popcorn thing, um, and, uh, until and so he's not doing Amazon at all, he's just building this popcorn empire, um, uh, shout out Molly Unipop, but, um, He was selling these Godzilla toys. I was selling them too. I was selling them on Amazon. He was selling them for like 40 and 50 bucks and getting sales just back to back as soon as he listed them um, on Walmart. And so I was like, well, I want that. And so I downloaded it and, you know, um, I think I did two months or three months strong, you know, with it. And then I didn't touch it for like two years. (laughs) After that Q4, I just didn't mess with it. And then recently I picked it back up because, you know, some of my buddies are um, having some success with it. So.
1: Interesting. Yeah, you, th- you think it's like viable, I guess, what, what would your split be with it? That, like, you know, like, is it 80, 20 or whatever it is? And what do you want to get it to?
0: Yeah. Um, that's tough. I, I said at the beginning of the year after in December, we, we had our best month ever on Walmart and we didn't try that hard. We just cross listed our, our Amazon stuff. Mostly. Um, some of the people in my group, had like crazy months. Like I think I think somebody did a six figure month on Walmart. And oh. so to to give you an idea, like there's way less competition, like way less, because it's a pain in the butt to freaking you know <laughs> it's not easy to to list and like figure out. So like a toy that is twenty nine ninety nine on Amazon legitimately might be forty six ninety nine or forty nine ninety nine on Walmart because there's not the dummies to you know um bring the the price down the 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 price tanking it's not happening as much it is happening but it's not happening as much and so um sorry about that um uh, so, so, so some of the stuff is like um uh, uh way more profitable and so to i think 50/50 is my time split and then you know we've got stuff that's working on amazon and so pro- probably like 70 or 80% of the money still going to amazon uh, for purchasing but 50% of my time is going towards learning the platform and sending as much in. Um, some days we're sending more into Walmart. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's hard, you know, when it's obviously better the other way and, and you're seeing it getting in sales, uh, you know, um, it's hard to send it to Amazon when you know you could, you have a better option.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Somebody actually, I, I didn't, I wasn't super familiar with your stuff and somebody sent me your profile because you were, buying a uh, one chip challenge things. And I have like 120 of those and nice. not hearing you. It's probably for Walmart, right? Was that where you were selling them?
0: Uh, unfortunately, no, uh, I wish. Cool. Uh, no, they banned them too. Uh, <laughs> um, I was by, so I had a bunch obviously like we all did. And um, I posted on social media and I found a guy that has a retail store. I guess I should say he found me. And so he's wholesale buying those for me. So I, I buy, you know, I mean, as long as you're willing to sell them for nothing, you know, as long as you want to sell them for like super cheap, you know, um, I'm just wholesaling them to a retail store guy.
1: Yeah, because t- that's what I told the guy. I was like, I bet he's not paying much because I feel like I'm just going to store them, look at them in 10 years, and they're probably going to be worth loads of money. Because like that that's going to be, gonna be that, that's well, it's kind of like an investment.
2: You could straight up, you could return them. So I know two people who, if you go through the Packy website, they're mm-hmm. giving you, I think, like
0: $10 a chip and
2: then you send them to them and they destroy them.
0: Yeah. We, we didn't have to return ours. They refunded us immediately oh. and didn't ask for a return. And so I was like, you know, Hey, wonder what I can do with all these free chips. And, I also
2: know and- there's who bought a thousand from Walmart, uh, Amazon and mm-hmm. Amazon just refunded their money. No questions asked.
0: Yeah. Amazon was the easiest. They refunded like immediately with no questions. Yeah. So I, there are some people that have bought like tens of thousands. Like, um, there's one one guy, a big name in the community. I won't say who he is, but he bought um, he bought like a lot, a lot. And he was like, "How much are you paying?" I told him. He said, "I just destroyed over ten thousand of them." And I was like, "No, you did what?" And so uh, he said that he had to go through a bulk, something to get refunded on them. He said he got refunded for all of them and then destroyed them. I was like, no, you could have sold them to me for a freaking <laughs> dollar, you know, and, uh, and, and I would have bought them. But, you know, yeah, I, you. I think
1: I'm just going to keep them as like a, I don't know, you know, those things that pop up like 20 years from now, they're going to figure out they're not that day. I've taken yeah. each year I've had one of them, so I like know how sure. they're not going to kill you. I mean, I guess they did, but. <laughs> like they're not that bad so like i'm like i'm just gonna hold these and then one day i might be sitting on like a gold mine because everybody's gonna destroy okay. theirs so everybody's gonna get rid of them yeah. so that's my plan with them
0: it'll, it'll take one platform to open them back up and then everybody be like ah they're not that bad you know exactly. uh, so, yeah i, yeah, I, 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 I don't, I, don't I, think that's a bad strategy yeah,
2: it always sucks when like obviously this is a little bit of a different situation but i do remember with you remember like the dr seuss books like they they deemed a couple racist, and I remember watching David Chung go through his warehouse. And he just had like pallets of like Doctor Seuss books, and they were just pulling like tons. I think I ended up selling one of them, the Mulberry Street one, for like five hundred bucks, another for like two fifty. And then eBay is just like no, like you can't sell me yeah. any anymore. Like yeah. whatever, it's not right. So then Mercari, like everyone followed, and it's like damn, like I had like $5,000 here, hypothetically, just like sitting on the table. And I think when I closed the warehouse, I ended up just like chucking them in a gay lord. I'm just like, maybe this comes back one day, but like highly doubt it. If everyone's (laughs) like, oh, this is mean or this is whatever. I don't even know the reasons.
1: I think 30, 50 years go by. I think people, maybe not even that long. They'll be like, what were we doing during that time? Especially, I have a bunch of those too. And I'm like, that it will be cool if you're one of the last people with them. You know, they probably would be worth more then than they are now if they're already like worth a lot of money. So I just Mm -hmm. like to store that stuff. I'm like, it's kind of like an alternative investment, really. It's probably better than Lego. You know, like that stuff's
0: guaranteed, like discontinued out of stock and stuff. If it had that many people talk about it, that much attention, at some point it comes back around. You know, I think I think you're totally right. Did you sell Aunt Jemima uh, syrup? Yep. Did that too. (laughs) so much Aunt Jemima syrup. (laughs) And then they killed the listings, and I got stuck with so much Aunt so I paid a, a kid from church. I said, go to every grocery store, take my card, buy every everything. And, I mean, he came back. I, he had, like, a little Honda something, and it was just, like, I, I wish I had better documented all uh, some of those days because it was, it was crazy times. But, like, it was just stacked all the way back in his car, and he had pulled his trunk down. So, I mean, it was just, like, his car was full of syrup, like, to the top. Uh, yeah, th- th- those are good days.
1: Yeah, the butter. Another one was the butter, right? Land of Lakes, and they had like an, an Indian guy on there. I have a, like a empty carton of butter somewhere in my storage I am like, awesome. maybe one day that'll be worth like.
0: Three yeah, other I didn't sell any of that. Yeah,
1: it's crazy. <laughs> that, I, that was a crazy time. Now that you were talking about that, like all that stuff happened, like bang, bang, bang. I guess it was twenty twenty, mm-hmm. right? Like mid twenty yeah, around
0: that time. Yeah, yeah, crazy year for us. That's the year that we did. We had our first seven figure year. Um, I think we did like 1.3 or 1.2 or something like that, which was totally uncharacteristic for us. Like before that, like it was like a it was a huge jump for us, uh, you know, and uh, like it, that would have been doubling, you know, uh, in, in a year. And um, like that set us up, you know, that that was that was really good for us.
1: So you were already selling before that year, right? So you were kind of, yeah. My, pro, I got out of college right at 2020. So I didn't even know, I went from $0 on eBay to 300 k over three months. But looking back on it now, if I, knew what I, if I knew what I knew now, I'd be like a millionaire that year. Just because I didn't know what I was doing at all. I was buying yeah. like two units because I'm like, oh, what if it doesn't sell? Yeah, those right. things were selling like instantly, everything was.
0: Yeah, I, I got banned, uh, or I got um, suspended for selling um so I'm 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 probably outside the, I can't go to prison now. Uh, um, uh, statute of limitations or whatever. But I, I was selling some PPP uh, PPE products. Um, anyways, I took a trip uh, to get hand sanitizer, and so I live in Georgia. I went so the north part of Georgia and the north part of Alabama. I hit almost every store of two different chains, and I came back and um, I remember having this moment where I was like. I'm going to be a freaking billionaire. Like, I'm just gonna, like, I, like I, I am Elon freaking Musk because we laid it all out. We didn't even have a warehouse really. I laid it all out in my, I didn't list it while I was driving. I literally drove for like 18 hours or something crazy. Like it was like this long time and we put it all out in the, um, you know, the living room. I remember sharing pictures with my group, like, you know, like a flex pic, like, you know, taking a selfie with all this freaking san- sanitizer and, um, We, we listed it all and it sold in like two hours. Like it was just like, bring, 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 like, like immediately. And and I remember thinking like, I have figured life out, you know, like I, you know, there's gotta be another hand sanitizer, you know, product. And then, um, yeah, all that money got held up and, uh, and they, uh, I, I remember getting the call and they're like we're, uh we're temporarily suspending your uh, account and we're holding like, it was like a lot of money to us you know, at the time. And um yeah, so crazy times.
1: You talk about this, bringing back all these stories. I had, yeah. like, I was watching Fox news with my dad and there was a Pepsi thing that came on and said, this might be like the cure to COVID. And I remember like, this was, I was probably like doing three K a month. I looked over at him and I was like, I'm going to buy some right now. I hit up every dollar general, everything. With yeah. lists on my phone, selling Pepsi bottles for, I was buying them for fourteen bucks, selling them for one hundred and fifty dollars on eBay. And I was like, yeah. I was like, whoa! <laughs> like I'm gonna be, i I got home, sold probably like nine bottles. I bought two hundred, three hundred. I cleared out everything in the city, yeah. and then got my eBay account like suspended or whatever. And I was like, oh man, I was the only person selling Pepsi, and yeah. it was just basically an ad on Fox News for it, saying, right. "Would this work to cure your COVID?" Yeah, those times were so awesome, man
0: and then there was the um what was the uh well it was some ingredient in um uh seltzer water do you remember did you sell any of those
1: so Quor- many of those corn yeah, one or
0: one. something like that yeah yeah that was that was crazy it's like yeah that
1: i didn't do much- i'll sell
0: it you know i'll go pick it nobody wanted to go in stores so like you mm-hmm. know to anybody that's like you shouldn't have sold that it was a world health crisis blah blah, blah. it's like i was in the store i went in with my body and my lungs into the freaking store if it's so dangerous then they should pay me a hundred bucks you know you know so.
2: you were yeah. like one of the what do they call them like the line workers i forgot what they call them like they're the real heroes like these are the yeah the, the front
0: line whatever yeah, the front line nurses and blah blah i was like no those people you know obviously nurses blah blah, blah. but also no. I'm going in a freaking Walmart, which is dangerous on a you know, like some of my Walmarts in Georgia are a third, you know, world country anyways. So like you go in and it's like uh, you know, uh people sneezing and you know, God knows what. So yeah. Yeah, I had my I had
1: hydro hydrogen peroxide just filled my entire cart with it and some woman goes, You can't buy all that and I was like Whoa, are you going to help me put it back? Because there's like 400 <laughs> bottles here. And this is like 5K worth of goods. So, like, let me check out.
0: Yeah. Man, those times are so good. Yeah. All this is hypothetical to anybody watching. This is, I'm, I'm <laughs> just joking about all this. Uh. Yeah, same here. This is just all.
1: I dreamt it <laughs> may or may this not get.
0: have happened. We're
2: just <laughs> brainstorming here what we might have done. Yeah,
1: is, is Have you found anything like that? Because I don't do RA at all. I haven't done it in two years. Are yeah. there things that pop up like that, those kind of like really hot items, or is that kind of,
0: yeah. you know, behind? Yeah, it? so the group that I run is our bolo group, and so we started it, we were chasing bolos, like we were looking for like that hot stuff, and it's kind of more turned into just bulk leads. Like, ju- we've kind of figured out some systems where we just get as many leads as possible, that, you know, I guess I should say this, I put as many leads as possible in there. And then I have uh, a friend who does quality control, and she filters out all the ones that are not that great and puts the good, you know, the the, the best ones, they they go through to the channels. And so um, we find them, but you know, that's not really our focus anymore. Like, once you get a little bit of money, it's not that exciting. Like, it's more exciting to be able to consistently spend an amount every day and not have to get your blood pressure out, you know, like, it's exciting if you find it, you know about it, but, um, you know, there's no way, I, like, even my Walmart is, like, closest to my house. If there's a crazy bolo that pops up, I'm probably not driving over to, you know, chase it down, you know, like, I, like I've like i kind of got a day-to-day, you know, that's going already, but uh, if I know about it and I see it, you know, um, you know, maybe. I that's did a really weird.
2: big road trip, like, right before Q4, like, it turned out to be a false alarm, but it turned out to be, So, there was this one thing I was buying and I was selling a crazy amount of, and it was really hot. And it just like went off the website. I was like, oh my God, it's over. Like, it's over for real. Like, this has never been out of stock. And I was like, I'm just going to go hunt all these down. And I probably went on like a two day road trip and spent probably close to 10K on all these items. And I'm like texting like someone. I was like, dude, I'm telling you, like, Buy this stuff, and then like two days later, it came came back. back. Oh, like shit! But I still made a ton of money because it was still profitable. It it was like one of those things where it was like for me to like go do that, it has to be super worth it. I was like, oh, this is fun. Until I I stayed over at a couple hotels. I'm like, damn, like my gym is in here. Like Mm -hmm. this is this is a big inconvenience now. (laughs) Like this isn't. Like, no, like, it's not what you want to do. It was like it was super worth it, though. Because, like, I was able to scoop up. It was, like, probably five to ten different SKUs. So, every store had at least something. So, I never struck out. I mean, I guess yeah, if I went true. to some stores and didn't get it, it would be pretty crappy. But, yeah. The, and I was like, yeah, this is maybe, like, a fun once-in-a-year type of
0: deal. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, I'll- I remember... Oh, uh, those ahead.
1: were stressful times. Like I, I don't know. I, I hated that stuff because what would happen was I would chase and then sometimes you wouldn't find it. And then if you did find it, let's say I bought 200, I would notice I would sell 100 and I'd raise my price and then it would get flooded with stock or something. And I'm like, I probably lost money at the end of this. And I was in a constant cycle. I'm like, this is just too stressful. I don't even know if I'm making money. I still have all that stuff in a storage unit like that I missed out on. So for me, it was just, I eventually realized like you, it's just better to consistently spend money instead of just like run around with a chicken with your head cut off
0: all yeah. the time, you know. Yeah. Yeah, there there was this item. So there's a bargain store um that I still shop at today and I, and I I I love this store. Um, you know, and it's uh it's like a small local regional, you know, chain. It checks all the box for IP stuff. Uh so I, I feel good about shopping there and I find, you know, good deals and I have a couple buddies that shop there. Um I found this dog treat and uh I feel like gather around children like this is like this is the dream like if you're a newer seller like this is like this is you know like this is a huge and it was good for us for cash flow um but uh it was discontinued and I didn't know it was discontinued I bought 12 of them tested them they sold like the same day as soon as they hit the warehouse as soon as they hit FBA so I was like "Hmm, that's pretty you know that's interesting so I went and bought more and listed them FBM they sold within an hour it's like oh crap, you know, I think I've got something, you know, here, so I bought everyone at all of those stores, and, um, I was telling some of my buddies, I was like, I'm pretty bummed, because, uh, you know, uh, shout out to Heather Scott, if she ends up watching this, um, uh, I'm pretty bummed, because, um, I can't find any more of these stupid treats, like, check your stores if you can find them, and she messages back and says, hey, uh, there's this grocery store that's only local to you, And um, it was food city. If you want to look on a map, uh, you know, of the route that we did, um, we figured out that they restocked this dog treat twice a week. And the chain is like, if this is Georgia and this is Tennessee, all the way up to Virginia, it's like 40 stores or something. And so nobody would sell us a pallet, but I hired a lady from church. This is four months ago or something like four or five months ago. I hired a lady from church to drive twice a week to every one of those stores i have pictures of her coming back with her car just with ikea bags full of these dog treats they would sell almost immediately we found we ended up finding like four or five different asins that we could sell on and um we sold ninety thousand dollars at these we were buying them for like four dollars we were selling them for like 17 to 19 there at the end we sold uh, some for uh, 26.99 and you know i'll 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 run for that you know i mean we 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 I don't know what the number is. I, the only reason I know ninety thousand is because I was looking at seller board and I was like, I wonder how much of this we sold, and and it was it was about that much. But I mean, twenty thirty thousand dollars worth of profit, something like that. And um, you know, it just uh-huh. fell on our lap because we're you know just kind of shooting the crap with friends that are doing the same thing we're doing, and they're like, hey, uh, you know, so. I probably should have bought Heather something really nice for Christmas. I need to, I need to revisit that uh, because I mean, she didn't have it in her area. You know, she's out in Texas. Right. She's like, you know, every time I'd send a picture, she was like, you know, sad because uh, <laughs> she can't get them. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a run. That's a drop. You know, you find a bolo like that. It's a short term opportunity. You you can't really build a business around it, but yeah. why not go collect the cash? And, and, that, and that's, that's the approach me and my wife took. So.
2: That's always a hard thing, too, because, like, you don't know. Like, who knows? Maybe that, like, food, wherever you're buying them, is like, oh, my God, like, we can't keep these in stock. Then that everyone starts to get them in stock. It's a hard game to play when you don't have data. I feel like with kind of, like, that's, like, I wish I was doing OA back in, like, 2020. I had the book warehouse, so I was doing that stuff. And we had opportunities in that space, like Dr. Seuss and banned books and stuff like that. Um, which were like really great because like we're getting that inventory for like dollar a book or whatever, turning them right. into a hundred dollars a book. But I feel like it's at least with like the COVID thing, you're like everywhere is like there are shortages of it. It was like very well known. You yeah you knew that no one had it, or everyone was looking for it. Like there was built in demand. When you look on Amazon, like when you're doing like Q4 toys or something like that, right? Like the news might be like, oh, hey, like everyone wants this I don't know, little Tamagotchi whatever, and you're like, right. oh, like, okay, I gotta get that. Yeah. But like There's nothing like saying that like, oh, they only made 10,000 of them, or oh, it's sold out everywhere. You, you're just right. playing this like guessing game. And it totally, yeah, that's what stresses me out, like what you were saying before. It's like, I'd rather just spend money over lots of different asins and not be. I went as deep as I've ever went, like this Q four, and it worked out. I still do have like inventory left, and it's kind of like tail end stuff. But I just made so much on it during Q four. It's like it is what it is. Yeah, but sure. it's always hard to time the market like that because sometimes you are like there are certain patterns where it was like, oh, this goes. I was telling you the other day, I was like, this thing would go out for like four weeks it would come back in we'd buy me and me and someone else we'd just be hey it's back in stock we'd buy like 100 200 each and then this time around we bought like 400 or something some ridiculous amount and it never went out of stock it did eventually but it was like and every day it was still in stock i'm like shit like this might be end. we're still making money on it but like it, like when you're going for making like 30 or $40 on something all the way down to like two or three, you're like, right.
0: Yeah. Oh, the good old days. Yeah. I miss that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Making it, Oprah money on something like that is way better where you're like $2 and yeah. you know, like something, you know, $20 profit. Like that's amazing.
1: It, it's interesting bringing this stuff up because this is one of the questions I had. I was watching some of your daily vlogs, which one, I was going to ask uh, what motivated you to kind of do that. Mm-hmm. And then also I saw that you, one of them was like, no matter what everybody says online, no matter how many people are lying to you or whatever it is, there's usually a moment where you're like, oh, this does work, and if I yeah. keep doing X, I will get X. And I was like, damn, that is such a uh... – now, to me, it makes sense. Nobody, everybody else is probably like, what's he really talking about unless they've experienced like yeah. that big cash influx where you're like – no matter what anybody says, I know this works. And then you yeah. tell everybody and they think you're nuts, but you know the the money's hitting your bank account. I found that like super interesting when I saw that.
0: Yeah, it's like a light bulb on me. Yeah, I remember when I recorded that video, it's like, uh, I think my personality or like the way I'm like wired or something. Sometimes I just have a thought and it's like the hair on the back of my neck stands. up. And I'm like, that's revelation. You know, it's like, whoa, you know, like this is, this is a huge, you know, uh, uh, like, maturity moment or like like I just evolved uh from Charmander into Charizard or, or like something <laughs> like that like, like it's like whoa you know like that and so yeah when I recorded that I was like I have to share this somebody out there will watch this and be like I gotta you know either they'll say yes like what you said I you know I identify with that or they'll say I just gotta get there like I just gotta keep you mm-hmm. know do it like because in the beginning some of this just sucks like you know, you buy something thinking you're gonna make ten dollars and you lose a dollar or you lose five dollars or You lose twenty yeah. yeah, <laughs> Or you get scammed or, you know, like uh you know, whatever. And so like pushing through some of that, like a lot of people just don't you know, they don't push through and so uh yeah the the daily ish vlog idea, um I like I, that twist well, on it, the ish because I've thought about
2: doing daily vlogs before and I was like, Drew is like really like you should do it, you should do it. I'm just like, I don't know if I have it in me like to do it every (laughs) day. Because like some days it's like it's just, with OA I just feel it's harder. Like when I was doing books, it'd be easy. Like I'd take like pictures of the warehouse. Oh, here's some books I found that like you'll never find because it's totally random, right? Instead of being like, oh, I'm sitting down at Walmart because they're having like a video game sale. It's like well, there goes my storefront, and pretty much every <laughs> right. like it's much harder to kind of
0: portray like what's yeah. going on. Yeah, there's only so many pictures you can share of your screenshot and pictures of more boxes, and that's that's mm-hmm. I mean you know like that's uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's hard but to then make. Then you place
2: the box, people are like, oh, they're empty. You probably right. saving them up for the last year. It's like, yeah, that's you got, it. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm doing.
1: My idea yeah. for it was that, like, if you, he was talking about uh, where that it was on a podcast we were doing, yeah. he was saying that he made a bunch of money with furniture, and I was like, dude, if you did a daily vlog of like zero to a hundred k and just did Facebook to Facebook or Facebook to Craigslist yeah. furniture, and then yeah. every day you could share everything because no one really, they're not gonna like take your furniture yeah. leads. There's none of those. So and then you you build up an email list with or whatever. And at the end, you launch your own like 30 day challenge on getting to 10K with furniture and you can make, like, charge money for it. So you could like sell info at the end and then you would have made money and grown your YouTube in the middle of it. And I was like, I feel like anybody that wants to run with that idea, that's just that's like
2: a great idea.
1: Yeah. But it does take a lot of work. I mean, you'd have to be like in the trenches every day, but the reward I feel like would be great. Poor, poor people
0: should flip stuff on facebook like if i can say anything to the world like if you're below the poverty line google it what's the poverty? like when i when i talk <laughs> about the poverty line like what's the poverty line if you're below that number and and, and not to be like like i'm i'm barely you know like like I, i'm not a, a millionaire or anything like I, I i just got to where i'm worth one dollar in 2023 which was a huge you know uh huge deal for for me personally but um if you're, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, or you don't have any money, like if you're broke, like flip stuff on freaking Facebook, like uh, the furniture stuff, you know, like that, that random idea that Drew just shared, you know, um, that that sounds cool. But like, just the average person go on uh freebie, what is it? um The freebie app, I think is what it's called. Yeah, and like, there's just freaking stuff every day. You know, um, set the, set the zip code to the, um, the richest neighborhood that you're willing to drive to and, uh, look for shelving, look for, um, you know, the furniture stuff like he's talking about, look for dog carriages, look for like anything that you can sell for like 20 to $30. And like, I really think I could do the zero to a hundred thousand challenge. Like, like, I would. Yeah, I would have fun. Like I would enjoy like, it. Like if, if we had a town to live, take the
1: idea, man, there you go. We, we
0: moved <laughs> to like a nicer, like
2: kind of townhouse and all that kind of stuff. Where we used to live, when we had an apartment, it was like a nicer apartment complex. Every like every once in a while, like people would move out. All you would see is like furniture outside, like yep. chairs. I'm like, oh, that's like ten dollars. That table, that's probably at least a hundred. And then it's like it's free. It doesn't matter like what you get for it. And then, oh, guess what? There's a dumpster outside. Like, if this doesn't work, it's just gonna go back where it came from. Like, (laughs) who cares? And then when we moved, like knowing what I know about flipping stuff, I just busy. Like, I didn't have time to list everything on Facebook. Like, I would have gave it away to like someone or be like, oh hey, like we sold like a couch for like fifty dollars because it was like just needs to be gone like i don't want to pay for it to be gone and like that's the end of it but someone could have easily got i don't know two three hundred bucks for that like easily or just yeah this little stuff and it's just like i just don't have the time to kind of do this right now if i could just like put it somewhere and like come to it in a year but it was just like moving like q4 was coming up is like there's just no time for this but yeah. there's so many people like my parents are kind of the same way and they moved from their house to a smaller house, where, like, We just want all this stuff, God. And like, they're like, yeah. I just want to, like, they don't care if someone sells it. They just want it to, like, right. go to a good home. And I think that's what a lot of people don't realize. It's like, oh, like, if you take it and you sell it, like, you're an asshole. It's like, no, you're like putting it a- <laughs> home. Like, it's a legit yeah. nice piece. Of- like, if you're selling something that's, like, full of, like, bed bugs, like, yeah, you're an asshole. But, like, sure in the grand scheme of things, if you're selling something that someone wants, like it's all good. Like you're actually doing my parents a favor by coming to get it. So they don't have to call someone to get it or get like a
0: dumpster to get rid of it. Yeah. Take, take this idea. If somebody's watching this and they're in that position. (laughs) You're good. We can
1: hear you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: Take, take, take this idea. Go and um, message every Facebook uh, uh, yard sale post. Message them and say, hey, at the end of your yard sale, I'll roll up with my pickup truck or my Honda Civic, and I'll take everything I can fit. You don't have to take it to Goodwill. I'll take it for you. And uh, full disclosure, I'm probably going to try to sell some of it on eBay, but it's a convenience factor for you. And then you roll up and you take all their stuff, and then on on the way home, you keep 15% of it or 20% of it, but that's just free money. You know, like you could, you could do that. You could scale that and just, I mean, build an inventory of eBay stuff. Secretly, I have this, uh, I don't want to say fantasy, but like I have this idea, like if everything else went to crap, I really think I could just grow eBay to just some crazy number. And I could, I could get I I bet I could get a hundred pieces of free inventory a day. Like, there's so much crap out there, you know, and, um, you know, to go from zero to uh, a thousand or zero to 5,000 or whatever, um, you know, like that, that it's, it's super attainable. Like, it's not like, it wouldn't be that hard to go, you know, from there. So, um, I have family members and like people that, uh, like see what I'm doing now and they're, they're, you know, they're not, they have, you know, they're, they're kind of in that other situation. And I'm like, look, just, just do this. I'll tell you everything. I'll tell you the whole bag, you know, like, like everything I'm doing, you know, I share and, you know, whatever. People don't want to do that stuff. So. Have you
1: ever if you follow-
2: break
1: down, down the numbers on it, I mean, really like, okay, so how much money do we spend and how much work do we put in to do Amazon to make whatever percent margin, which obviously yours is probably higher because you're doing so much RA. But if you only did free shit and turned it into a decent amount of cash... Like if you reality break it down, you might make more money just doing that and have more like cash in your bank account because then you're and not really – the problem with Amazon is it's a cash-based business. So you never really have yeah. any money. But if you do that, what are you deploying cash for? Like a yeah, uh, storage unit yeah. maybe? A warehouse? Maybe. I've thought about that too. I'm like, I don't know if that might not be the best idea if you're not <laughs> yeah. if you're like – But if you're like really low on the thing, I don't know if like just jumping in Amazon, I think doing that for a significant period of time, like I bet you can make 10K a month. It doesn't take that much to do that type of thing.
2: I did it. I did it. That's how I started. I did it just kind of like, I would even just say weekends and some nights. Like it was more like the weekends I go out, I collect all this furniture, take pictures of it. And then most of the sales would happen during the weekend. Like I could be at home just watching like TV with my girlfriend. Like we make dinner. Oh, can we come? Yeah. Like whatever. It's, I might like just come pick it up. Like I don't care. Yeah. I did. I think like close to twenty grand. Just like minimal. Like go. Like it does. And I started it with I think a hundred bucks. Like I didn't put anything more because like yeah. if you buy a hundred dollars worth of stuff, usually that turns into like three or four hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Because you're getting five items for twenty dollars each, or whatever you're yep. doing. And I was gonna say, do you ever do you follow the flea market flipper on Instagram? I don't think so. Maybe I do. I spoke at uh, his conference. They actually gave me this water bottle. That was uh, I love. Yeah, I follow it. this guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and basically, um, yeah, he'll find stuff on Facebook Marketplace for like five hundred dollars, to go to a flea market, and he'll post it on eBay. But oh yeah, I just sold this for eight thousand dollars. Right. Like he'll go, he'll, he does a lot of work though. Like he has to like clean it up or maybe like fix it up and he has to build like this ginormous pallet to ship it. I'm like, eh, yeah. I don't know if I want to be building the pallet, but it's right. super impressive what he's doing. He's spending 500 bucks, selling it for 8,000 on eBay after fees, who knows, maybe three, four grand, five, yeah. maybe like off of 500. Like that's insane. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yep. And, and he's, he's posting everywhere.
1: It. yeah and he's posting it and the yeah. eyeballs you get on that that's like the most simple concept to understand like i went to a flea market i bought this i sold it on ebay yeah. it's not like you're really explaining anything so no wonder i bet that guy i bet i even know who he is by proxy because it's just so simple to understand i, I think that's a huge opportunity really like yeah. I, I don't know i'm surprised we don't see more people like that i getting like, excited
2: it. to do it now like i have so many <laughs> different opportunities to do i'm just like Ooh. Like, I think I'm st- every once in a while, I'll list returns on Facebook Marketplace. I'm like, ah, I kind of forget how much I hated this because they're like, <laughs> here, like oh, I'm yeah. so glad I don't do this anymore. But I don't know. I feel like if I did like a challenge, I could probably get like going and through it. It's just yeah. more like the setup here at the townhouse. Now it's like, my office is downstairs, so I have to like, bring everything downstairs. It would kind of be like yeah. annoying. Be um, okay. I don't know though. It's only interesting.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm hiring a friend. Actually, I was just like writing the letter today. I'm hiring somebody to come up and clear my storage unit because I probably got like 100K in storage. And I was like, man, if, if, it, if this works well, he starts making like $300, $500 in sales a day. I might be like, hey man, here, get some more inventory. Do like what we're talking about and vlog it. I might just have, I might be like, I'm going to just make you like this famous flipper. Just listen to what I say and you can do it. Then now that we're talking about it, I'm like, I'd be an idiot not to because I know it'll work. I like, It's just simple supply and demand and people want shit
0: yeah it's just another profit center you just add like like think about how how would SunTrust or like wells fargo view that or like uh you know some other company uh, like they would just view it as yeah we're just it's just another profit center it's just another operation that we have going on you know and we can handle it you know it, if you were saying you were going to do all of it then it's a red flag but like you're hiring it out to somebody like that just sounds like you're expanding your business like that sounds awesome
1: yeah. I hope it works out. Maybe I'm overly ambitious about like, cause I think that sometimes we probably undervalue like our work ethic and knowledge of all this yeah. stuff. So like we can all see the same thing on Facebook and probably know if it's worth it and whether we want yeah. to deal with it. Some people might just get lost of like, you know, what am I supposed to buy? This is so much work. This person canceled on me. eBay, I got a return. Like it yeah. is a lot, I guess, but it's really not. If you, you know, look yeah, at I
2: it. think that too, like that person, your friend, Hopefully he can get some quick wins. Yeah. You know, like, like, maybe bonus him early. Be like, oh, oh man, man. Did such a great job. <laughs> like, hit him hard early. And then be like, oh. Because, like, I can almost see, like, that being super ambitious. Like, someone coming from books. Like, I've gone to, like, people's houses. And it's like, oh, they have, like, 40 boxes of books. It's like, oh, is there anything in? Obviously, you have good stuff. It's a it's a different idea. But, like, yeah. it'd be like, oh, I have to get all this shit yeah. on ebay be like, <laughs> yeah. ooh. and i know how much is involved in that i'm just like ooh, man that could be yeah. so much work but yeah it's a it's a compass right and you know you get some early wins on that like yeah it could definitely work
1: yeah We shall see. Yeah, the the bonuses uh, like incentive might be pretty good. Well, uh, talking about the hiring thing, I was also watching one of your vlogs. You uh, fired your wife or whatever. So (laughs) I want to hear a little bit about that because I think it's funny because I'm working with a friend and I I have a girlfriend as well and I have her do some stuff for me. But I'm like, man, this is kind of this example people gave of like don't hire (laughs)
0: family. (laughs) Yeah. So let me preface by saying we have six kids. She homeschools, and she she was and she's also she recently got um accredited to do to uh be a trainer and like she loves crossfit she just free, she lo- i like it all right i do it to try to keep up with her but like she loves crossfit and so um she's busy she's got like lots of stuff but here's the problem we were having every time i would have a task or like a position that i wanted to farm out to somebody she would say whoa, 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 I would like to have an extra $500, you know, whoa, whoa, I would like to have an extra, you know, $200, and so she was doing a portion of our bookkeeping, she was doing um, uh, some of the quality control stuff for, for my discords, uh, like the leads coming in, and, and some other stuff, and she was also helping with shipments, um, and um, and so I just kind of, you know, I asked her, like, you know, we can afford to to not, you know, to not have you do this like like go be a good homeschool teacher go be a good you know uh, a mother go be a good crossfit coach and let me just take you out of the business and we agreed on a number to pay you know salary you know to to us that you know made sense which is a pay cut to us by the way um if if you can every chance you get negotiate to keep money in your business because that'll keep you in freaking business um you know but um you know uh we're paying ourselves a little bit less, but she's not doing anything with the business. Like other than, you know, like in passing, you know, if she's just hanging out while I'm working or something like that. Um, but, I, uh, I thought it would be more clickbait, but I, I'm not big enough to really do clickbait yet. I think, I think. but, um, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was mutual. It was mutual. So. Were, you, were you nervous to have the conversation? She was not expecting it. She, it, it came out of left field for her because she does great work. Like she's, smarter than me she's better at a lot of things than i am like uh, you know and so um you know it it, ma- it made sense for her to be doing those things but it's it's not lighting her fire you know like she's not like she's not excited about that work and so i think you know putting people in the right seats on the buses, um it's important and it's like like long term it's way more important to me that she's present while she's, you know, doing homeschool for our kids. And she's present while she's playing with the, you know, whatever. And, you know, just happiness, just, you know, just general, like I'm cool to make a thousand dollars or $1,500 less a month and have her, you know, stay at home, you know, really stay at home and really, you know, not, you know, not have that part of her brain committed to freaking, you know, menial tasks and, you know, things that in the business that needed done. So,
1: yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I, he got me with the clickbait, but yeah, after I in watched fact. it, I was like, yeah, that, that made, especially with six kids, I didn't, I don't know if you said that in the video Now that changes things a lot too, and homeschool, I mean, that's like, that's a, that's yeah. like two full-time jobs in itself.
0: Yeah, so, she's like a yeah. superhuman, yeah, she's amazing.
2: Well, yeah, that was old. one of the questions I had too, is like, you run a Discord, you have leads list, you do Cody's education, you run Amazon, you do Walmart, you do a daily-ish vlog, like, how do you figure out all the time to yeah. get all these done and did you just do one at a time and it just kind of stacks or were you just a, a ninja uh,
0: <laughs> don't forget i also do retail arbitrage so oh, yeah, I, i'm it. out in the streets uh you know a couple of days a week yeah um uh, you know sourcing um, you people at walmart that's a job <laughs> yeah um I like to work, you know, I, 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 I think, I think everything I'm doing energizes me and um, it's something that I want to be doing and the stuff that I don't want to be doing, you know, I'm excited about not doing that too. You know, we, we hired a prep center that we can um, we can drop off our retail arbitrage stuff. And um, we hired a lady, she does almost all of our eBay stuff now. And um, that's, you know, that's a huge load off. And um you know, so the, the stuff that I don't enjoy, we're, we're hiring out. And, um, you know, uh, like I said, we, we just hired uh, someone that is helping with quality control for the the incoming leads for the group. That was a big portion of my time. And so, um, you know, I think it's just, you just solve one problem at a time and set goals of what you, you know, I feel like so much is falling through the cracks. I uh, still like, I, like, I'm still working every day to try to do, you know, do a, a good job with what I'm doing. But like, when I open and said about the software, like, i immediately know like my brain wants to go there it's like we could we could still do that you know we could still fit in a software and it's like no like no new things for a while we're just gonna do you know what we're doing well and so that's uh you know i like what i'm doing and and so that i think that matters and also you know the alternative is i go back and sell insurance at freaking you know state farm or you know one of these other companies and it's like I definitely don't want to do that, you know? And so, uh, you know, like
1: this is. You you like outsourced some stuff too. I'm sure that helps a ton. And like, if you ever wanted to pursue the software, I'm sure that like you outsource more and more of these other businesses that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I get the same way you are. I, I just get way too much on my plate. And then I'm like, yeah. oh, there's these new ideas. And it's like, sometimes it's worth it to just focus in. I was just watching Hormozy talk about yesterday of like, he had all these businesses and he met his girlfriend. She was like, well, what makes you the most money? And he was like this one. She was like, well, how much could you make if you work full-time? And he's like tons. And he's like, I'm an idiot. Well, would not I just work on this. And so you just shut all the businesses down and that's all they did. Sometimes it makes me think like, oh, I just need to focus on like one thing, but it's yeah. so hard. 'Cause like not there's not unlimited work to do with one thing. You, if you run out of capital, you can't source on Amazon all the time. So I get where you're like lots of buckets because you just want to work
2: all the time. Yeah. I think the hard thing with one thing too is like if you work by yourself, like you don't have a nine to five. Like if I had a nine to five, I could drop Amazon tomorrow because like well, it depends on how you build your life. But how I had it when I had a nine to five is like I wasn't using any of the Amazon money. I just had my nine to five like that. I was good. Like I was saving money for all that good stuff. And yeah. like Amazon was just excellent. So if I was like, Oh, like I want to go start a TikTok, i and be like, well, I'll put Amazon on pause. Like I don't need that money or whatever. Right. But then once you have, like once you're counting on a source like Amazon or Walmart, then you have to pivot to something else where you're like, well, shit, like this other thing might not work. Like am I like chasing the shiny object or is this a better yeah. opportunity or that's what I'm doing now. It's like, I really want to do this thing. I've always wanted to do it. And I'm trying to incorporate it with Amazon. It's like, I forgot how hard it was to do multiple things. Because like, yeah. Amazon's like, it's not like we're running a small Amazon business over here and it's just me. I don't have any VAs. I have a prep center. But even so, it's like, oof. Like to just put something else on and you're like, oh, I don't even know if this is going to work. And then I'm also taking away from the Amazon business because like, not spending a ton of time on it either so it's sure. like oh i'm on the risk of this other thing that doesn't work out that i could have built and sometimes like oh why wouldn't you just keep the amazon thing going but i really like this other thing it's really it's scratching another itch and it's like i've already had like it's only been like 15 days or whatever and it's like if i like i already learned one thing i was like even if this is the only thing that happened from this it's totally worth it because it's just such a cool thing that I now know how to do this, and that would just like make me happy anyway.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's the classic thing in business. Like, do you do you take all your chips, you know, go home and be happy about you know what yeah. you got, or do you keep playing the game and keep growing and trying new things? And uh, I don't know what this mysterious thing is that you guys are talking about, but uh, I'm excited to hear more. And, and and I bet you'll be successful. So, uh, then we'll tell you after this. Yeah, uh, I I can't wait to keep watching the podcast. In like six podcasts, you're gonna be like, "We figured it out." You know, we uh, you know, take me on your private jet. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, yeah uh, Maybe we'll have yeah. a
0: side hustle experiment podcast
2: jet. We'll yeah, well, that's why, a- we that. be that's why we named it. That's
1: named it this. Is because like yeah. I, I'm doing something completely different what he's doing, and we're both still doing like the Amazon stuff. It's like. It, us looking at it now and talking about these things like in six months nine months yeah. we can stick with the podcast and it'll be so cool to see like what we watch these guys grow in real time and like start sure. this company so yeah let's hope let's hope unless we fail and then we'll see <laughs> <laughs> hey that's great <laughs> content too yeah it is yeah. definitely that was one of our things we both tried to start a private label and then that that wasn't even a failure we just i just quit uh-huh. and then uh, he had to quit my proxy because i quit first so yeah, <laughs> i was
0: cool. like how it went y'all started one together what well, we were supposed to but oh, I got you okay. we got yeah. it
2: great and we were doing it and then we got like we got pretty far down the path where we had the idea and then i don't know it, it makes a lot of sense now after starting this podcast because it was very obvious that we both wanted to do this like yeah. just based on the text back and forth and like we probably talk almost every day now at this Definitely. point uh, with their private label it was more just like oh yeah we got to meet the guy like yeah. i'll do this homework you do this homework and we kind of and then we would get... be like all right let's talk before the call and we just talk about all this other stuff like not privately <laughs> right yeah we would have the coach and then we're like all right let's recap after we talk like five minutes about what that guy said and talk about yeah. all this other stuff and then yeah just i don't know it just kind of fizzled out and it was like it's always hard i guess to like do that and it wasn't that bad because we didn't talk about it like on social or anything so yeah. it was just like we just like closed up shop and then it made for a good podcast um, yeah. but yeah it's like one of those things where hermosi has been saying that a lot too it's like you think the grass is always greener but yeah. like there's a lot of brown grass over there too you just don't know it yet and yeah. I think that was kind of it for us and then and maybe just like the product like I don't know it's a mixture like we don't blame the coach at all it was more just maybe like the format, like there wasn't enough structure there where it's kind of like, oh, like follow your passion. And we're like, uh, we want to make money. <laughs> totally we, don't, we don't care what the thing is. Yeah. Um, and then we ended up with a thing. And I think we got, like we we're trying to find another image to test. And we, we were just like, what are we doing? <laughs> do we really want to do that? And I then totally we that. Really kind of had like something happen. And then I was like, yeah, you should go do that instead. And then we just kind of called
1: it. Yeah. Have you did any private label stuff or ventured into that at all, or thought about it?
0: I have a private. I have a whole brand of private label products um, that are they're not quite failed yet. Uh, you know they're uh, they're. Um, so uh, I have I have. I think a last time we talked, you you just bought it, and yeah. I was like,
2: this is interesting.
0: Yeah, I uh, so I have I have a friend um, whose dad had a company for like. 15 years or something. And he asked me to help. He, he asked to, he has to pay me to help him get it on Amazon. And I was like, heck no, I'm definitely not doing that crap. That would be awful. Uh, but I said, I'll, I'll sit down. I'll tell you everything I know and I won't charge anything. Let me just try to help you. So I told him what to do and I gave him advice and they, um, they, they had been selling on Walmart as their brand and or they were selling to Walmart as their brand And so their listings were already on Walmart. So they were able to put them over on Amazon pretty easily. And, um, about a year later, he decided he wanted to go out of business. He wanted to go do something else. And so, um, uh, offered to buy the whole company, bought everything I bought all of his inventory, his, um, all of his accounts, all of his stuff. And, um, long story short, I've done almost nothing with it. So, uh, we, we've probably done like 5,000 in sales or something. Uh, but, um, it's just, I mean, that doesn't cover the storage costs or the, you know, like any of the stuff we've tried with advertising. So it, it's not quite failed and I haven't sold it. So it's not, you know, uh, it's not failed yet, but, uh, yeah, I'm not a private label guy, but uh, I, some of the same challenges that you guys have, I'm just not passionate about the subject matter and doing the work around it has been a, a distraction more than anything from what's making, you know, making me money. So
1: yeah, it, the product label stuff's really weird. Building a brand in general is weird because mm-hmm. your inputs are much different than doing something like, you know, what we're all doing with anything. It's like it's that stuff's a lot of big concepts and big ideas. I guess with the branding thing and what what's the direction we have to take and you have to make big decisions and then you have to double down and triple down and quadruple down because they could fail. It, it's really tough. Building a brand, I feel like, is a very difficult thing to do, especially when you're just on Amazon. Because
0: yeah.
1: if you wanted to advertise it, you have to make an Instagram, make a TikTok, hire some people to mm-hmm. probably create content. It's just a yep. lot, a lot of work. And trying to mix that in with other shit is, like, impossible, I feel like. Doing it on your – like, if I just did that, it would be awesome. Because then you have – a totally agree. Stuff. Yeah. But as a part-time job building a brand, they say private label is like a buzzword, but you're building a big brand. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. not as simple, I think, as maybe it is like a put off to be on social media, which is probably everything.
0: Yeah. It's it's one like with um with arbitrage, you know, or even wholesale. You find Starbucks coffee or you find Nike socks or whatever, you know, insert whatever product and there's already a market. There's already a brand. There's yeah. already everything literally, you're not adding anything except you're just a middleman. And so you're able to just buy it at freaking Food City or Nike outlet or wherever and sell it on a marketplace where there's already so much data and so much whatever. So there's not, you know, there's a little bit less risk, um, you know, just in doing the thing. And then you get an immediate win and you make $3 and you're like, that was amazing, you know. I'm gonna do that like a hundred thousand more times this year, you know. And, um, you know, it, it's not like that with private label. Like, you, in my experience, and like from talking to people like Phil, fill, filled by Amazon, like he's he's doing something in this space, and like others that have had you know successful private label. You do a bunch of work. You spend a bunch of money on the front end. You sp- spend a bunch in ad spend to get it to rank and get you know the algorithm, gods to like you. And then maybe one day you start making money and then, you know, right. that's where everybody like opens up. They're like, I make this passive income because I've figured all this stuff out and figuring this stuff out's hard.
1: Yeah, it's hard. Like you said, with the quick wins on Amazon, it's almost like if I give somebody the reselling model and they quit that, I'm like, dude, you got no hope. Like if you can't do that, <laughs> yeah, because that's, yeah. that's like immediate feedback and almost right. everything else you do in business is not immediate feedback. Yep. If like, you don't get quick wins, you have to stomach those losses. And with reselling, it's, well, it's just immediate. Everything you get is input, output, input, output. And it's difficult when you go from that world to something else. You're like, oh no, I don't have any quick wins coming. Dopamine hits or whatever it is is yeah. a lot different. Cash flow. Yeah. yeah.
2: And I think you get a lot of different wins with the reselling, especially. Like, even if you have like a couple of bad days and you're losing on one, like, you're getting cash back. Like, yeah. Get, like, all this stuff, like, just almost like spaces out. Like, you see orange bars every day. Like, oh, or, like, is coming your way in about four weeks from Rackton and there's like all these like little things like oh like things are like going all right like it's gonna be fine um kind of thing but yeah even like with the new project I'm doing it's like yeah it's kind of a lot of that just upfront learning grunt work and it just makes you think because Amazon is just oh like I just find this product it sells and that's it but For this, I'm like, I want a sellable business. And that's kind of what I'm going after this time around. And for me, the arbitrage, how I have it built, like, yeah, if you're like someone like Soros and has like 10 VAs that run the whole thing, you don't do anything. Like, that's a much different story. But I don't, I try to go the VA route. I don't really like the VA route. Really? Yeah, I don't know. It's just for me, it was just, I hate managing people. Yeah. and That's just a big management job in my opinion. I mean, yeah, I guess once you get it to a point where like you could get a manager to look after other people, but in the grand scheme of thing, it's always kind of on you. And I think also it's like, I think a lot of people don't talk about it, but it's kind of like they're an employee. It's like, if your colleague in America gets fired, you feel bad for them. I feel a lot of people think it's like, oh, it's just whatever, get rid of them. It's like, no, yeah. like that's like someone's like dinner and like yeah. food and housing and and then I that just like was like very nerve-wracking to me to be yeah. responsible for that. And I'd like the head of it, I think I had like three or four and I was like, Oh ah, like this is just way too much, like too much responsibility. And then at the end of the day, it was like, I was the best sourcer. And, sure. you know, that's just how it went. And I was like, I'm just going to source, rely heavily on a prep center. And that's going to be kind of the model for me. Yeah. And we'll see what happens with this next venture.
1: You have a lot of VAs. Do you run with a lot?
0: Um, I have one VA that is... Um... Just the cornerstone of my operation. Like she's just amazing, and she's been with me for uh, like three years or something. Oh. And she's just she's just amazing. And then I have a bunch of contractors. So a bunch of people that I'm just kind of um, I pay them weekly. They you know their job is just to go hunt leads and um, and and and, and it's known up front like it's like um, this isn't a full time position. This isn't a long term position. Like. You know, uh, and, and the idea is those people, whenever they do a good job, I pay them more, or I'll bring them on full time. That's happened successfully twice, other than my main, you know, person, and then um, they, you know, end up going and doing something else or something like that. So I mean, it's it's hard, uh, you know, for for the position that I'm wanting and like the demands that I kind of have on the position. Um, you know, it's it's tough. But yeah, I have I have one, and then I have a, a bunch of like part time or contractors.
2: How do you structure that? So you let's just say you had, I don't know, four contractors. What are you like? Okay, guys, like your job is to find me X amount of leads, or like, hey, I'm willing to pay you ten hours. Or how do how do you set it up?
0: Yeah, the biggest advice I can give anybody that's working with a VA uh, and they're starting and like some of the stuff that you said where you're overwhelmed with like managing them, give them one freaking job like, you want it to be, like, binary. Did you do the job? Or didn't you do the job? And if they don't, you know, they're a person. So you pay them for the hours, and you say, God bless you, good luck with your life, and you never work with them again. Um, If they do the job, then you say, was it done well enough for me to continue to, you know, work with this person? Um, But like, in the beginning i think with with my main person i had her doing like a dozen different things like i had her doing all kind of crap and and you know the the management is a lot harder on 10 or 12 things than it is on one thing and so yeah. um you know uh and you can hide behind the other stuff you're like i didn't sir i didn't get the you know ninth task done because i was so busy doing the other tasks and, but if you have one task mm. you know, I can be an ass. I can be binary cold. I can be, you know, this is the, this is the line. Did you go over it or did you not, did you achieve, you know? And so uh, that would be my biggest, you know, advice is start with one. And then maybe if things are going super well, add in a second task, you know, uh, you know, that, so that be would...
2: one task. Would that be sourcing like one site specifically or. So what would be um... an example of a task, I guess.
0: Yeah. So the new people, um, what I have is, uh, a job description of 10 hours and it's uh lead criteria. So, um, I have whatever, you know, whatever my lead criteria is. And it, one of the big ones is, um, every 30, uh, like the trailing 30 day mark. So like make them make, make it not like super duper easy or super duper broad. Um, you know, but like say what you want and, and then, um, say, I'm going to pay you for 10 hours. And then, um, you know, I think, I think what I do now on the listing is eight hours and then they come and they work eight hours that week. And if it's good, then I increase the hours. If it's not good or if they don't, you know, do what I asked, then, you know, it's like, like I said, you know, good, you know, good, good luck with the rest of your life. Um, you know, um, but, and with a contractor, it's a lot easier to be that way. Whereas like you bring somebody in they're on your team, you know, in my opinion, that's where you're inspiring, you're, uh, you know, building rapport, you're building a relationship, like, um, my, my main person got married. And so, you know, we did some stuff for, her, you know, like, and that, that made a lot of sense, because long term, I see her as part of the team, you know, and so, right. um, yeah, uh, uh, sourcing is uh, all of mine are sourcing VAs at, at, the, at the moment, they're, they're sourcing um, Vanessa's main task is going through and working all of my tactical arbitrage searches. So she has Perfect. a criteria. She works all the TA and then the the contractors, you know, they're just, I give them access to my seller amp and I give them access to a Keeper, and they're, you know, they're manually searching, um, you know, just scraping sites, looking for, you know, um, winners.
1: Yeah. I think that's a great way to structure it. I actually just had to fire my VA. I've had her for three years too, but I was like, I'm just downsizing the Amazon a lot. So I'm like, I'm sorry. She hasn't done any work in like six months. I've just been running the charity. So I'm like, I, I just have to let you go there's no way i can exactly. keep paying for, for nothing yeah and i hired two more and like you just kind of made me think i need to fire somebody today like <laughs> i gave them one task and they're not doing it in the time frame so mm-hmm. yeah obviously it's the just it's, yeah it's been a week and a half like it's a lost cause if you can't figure it out by now
0: yeah it's like people so i have two i have two like strong feelings about VAs. one these are freaking people like uh like you need to treat them like people, you know, like, like people matter, you know? And so that, that's my, my one strong thing. The other side is these are people, you know, and they're working a job with tasks. And so like, you know, like you said, it can't be a charity. Like, you know, it's gotta yeah. make sense because you know, you're, you're just doing it. You don't want to waste any part of their life doing work for you that they're not passionate about. They're not wanting to do, you know, and long term, they can go find something else that fits, you know, better for them. So yeah, yeah, I think that was
2: the hard part for me, too. I'm not good with giving negative feedback. Like yeah, this that's tough. Thing. So it's really yeah. hard, because you're trying to motivate this person to be like, because they do get very like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Or right. Like, it's cool, but then it's also not cool. Right. Because they didn't hit the task. And I remember yeah. talking to Tom from Fast Track, and he's like, no. Like you were yeah. saying, the criteria has to, it's not like maybe this is good in three months. It's like, right now, right now, yep. it either checks these boxes or it doesn't. Yep. And that's what you're being judged on. And, like, I kind of missed that the first couple of hires, and then like the last one, after I talked to him, I implemented that, and then it kind of went downhill. I was like, Q4 was coming right around, and like, yeah. that's not the time to bring on a VA, and like kind of do the onboarding and all that kind of stuff. So, do you worry that the contractor's like, working with other people, I guess,
0: or, or they're sending you leads that they find for others, or you just kind it, of play it here? It could happen. It, 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 and, and at a, a, like, conspiracy theory level, it's definitely happening. <laughs> I know for sure that there are some of these people, uh, I'm not going to name any names, but, like, I've been in a bunch of discords, um, you know, they're aggregating everything every lead everywhere is being aggregated um but you know that aside um are there you know VAs that are getting paid twice and you know and sending my leads to somebody else or something like that it's possible and you know I do everything I can to 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 not let that happen and if I find out or, or see it you know I, I would I would cut the contract uh, even with my main person um but uh you know to my knowledge it's not happening with any of my stuff so no, again,
1: I, I'm not surprised that all of that happens. Like okay. they're all just kind of in a Discord. Uh, it just makes sense. They can get a bunch of these jobs, stack them up, do the same tasks, and yep. look pretty for a bunch of different people.
0: Yeah. You can you can you can negate some of that because you can be like you can say, I want a more specific criteria, or I want, or I only want you to source this site that nobody else really talks about. You know, yep. in the arbitrage space people are like we'll talk about these 12 stores and then there's <laughs> like all these other stores that are great that nobody talks about and i'm like i'm not going to be the guy that the schmuck that comes out and like you should shop at you know since yeah you know yeah, <laughs> like uh you know so like have them source only there and is there the chance they do that sourcing for you and then share the leads to somebody else and it's possible and uh,
2: yeah like back in the day it would be a death sentence if to your brand if you're like how to get engaged at Nike. Now, everyone, their
0: brother has like a video, like how to do that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's it's a crazy If you get into talking about the social media stuff, I've been making content since 2017. And I started as a fitness page, believe it or not, which is hilarious because I'm not a fitness guy at all. Uh, but Gary Vee was like, make content. Just make It yes. doesn't matter. And at the time, I was learning to deadlift. And so that was the most interesting thing about my life as an insurance salesman and so uh, uh and so that that's where i started but like i think the toxic to- toxicity level and the reseller social media has increased dramatically in like the last 12 or 18 months like dramatically and like to the point where i'm like maybe i just don't do this anymore like maybe i just cut you know cut out consuming altogether i'll record videos or record content separately and then have someone else post it and not interact you know like it it, it's tough for me like uh like i've dealt with like depression and like anxiety and stuff like that before and like um it's never really triggered by social media like i'm not like sitting like crying like this person said whatever you know like that's not that but like it doesn't help either you know like uh like it's not good for the headspace
1: so what do you think? Uh, we haven't really talked too much about the social media, but I like talking about because originally I came mm-hmm. on the scene. Uh, I don't know how familiar I are with any of my stuff, but I'm like, a, I guess I was relatively toxic because I would call out a lot of stuff on Twitter. And I grew my following from like just nothing to huge because I was just like, aren't, like, this is all bullshit. Like these guys yeah, are all sure. lying about stuff and trying to like funnel you into stuff. And then now that I'm like not really doing it anymore, like not posting Amazon stuff all the time, I just look at it all. I'm like, this is just, it's crazy how much it's grown. And then also yeah. it's very polarized of calling people out here and this. And I'm like, well, I kind of started that kind of stuff a long time sure. ago, but it, I don't know. I don't know.
2: I, I, That's why I actually want... met Drew. Cause Drew was like, I'm not selling apparel anymore. Like I was like, I hate apparel, but everyone says to sell it. So I'd send him a yeah. DM. Like, Can we get on a zoom. He's like, yeah, let's do it or whatever. And then we just kind of like been talking ever since.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's one thing to say, that's bull crap and it's another thing to get on somebody's post and be like you know um your boxes are empty yeah i, I don't know I, there there's a line somewhere yeah. and you know um for me the main thing that motivates me to make content is i i really think i can help people that are yeah. you know like drug addicts or just out of prison or um you know uh below the poverty line or they're single mom or whatever like this stuff has changed my life, like for real, like noble crap, you know, I, I wish I could say I don't have anything to sell. But I mean, I, I do, you know, I've I've stuff it, you know, like yeah. I have memberships and stuff. But like, that, I'm not saying this for that. Like, for yeah. real, like, take all that stuff away. Just go sell a couch on Facebook, like pick something up for free and like start making a profit and you know, start a small business. And I feel really passionate about that. And so like, um, measuring, you know, like, I've given up, like, there are definitely fake gurus, there are definitely people that are so full of crap, you know, like, like, you know, uh, and should we call them out? Maybe, probably, yeah, probably, Uh, but, you know, um, that's not exactly what I'm talking about, like, more of the stuff I'm talking about is, like, um, like, personal attacks and drama and, like, you know, like, some of the high school stuff, like, you know what I'm talking about, like, you see some of it, it's like, uh, I'm not touching that, you know.
1: Yeah, it's it's all a bit weird for me as well. I think I think it's like such a niche community, and then you have people. What I can't stand, and I hope somebody's gonna watch this, that is one of these people. But I can't stand the like anonymous accounts that get on there and say stuff. And I'm like, dude, like you're definitely a loser. Like you're on here, like like no doubt. Like there, it's not like somebody that's like a good dude who like is killing it in real life is just getting on there and saying something. It's like you're definitely like fat and like living with your parents and I, and you like want to hate on everybody else. It's just like really weird to me. I, maybe that happens everywhere. I mean, I'm not one of those people either that is like completely oblivious of obviously there's positive online. Obviously there's negative. So you have to take them both. It's not yeah. like we, if you, if you think it's only positive, it's like fantasy world. So obviously there's hate, but yeah. a lot of it is just, I don't know. I don't know if the juice is worth a squeeze with a lot of it. That's why I've kind of largely stopped posting about that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think we've seen like a big draw of people who've like tried to come out about it and be like, yeah, like this isn't the fact. I, we, me and Jerry have talked about it before, like not on the here, but like just like they almost you're just like the old man that is like, oh, like back in blah blah blah, back in 2020, like this how yeah. you didn't give away the bolo or or whatever, or you just shared it with your friends or whatever, yeah. and like you come to realize like no one. Cares. Like, they want to see orange bars. They want to see the Nike sweatpants from Kohl's as a free lead that are going to tank. Like, they want to buy it, like, for whatever reason. Like, that's what they want. So I guess
0: that's what the creators give. Do do you guys get, like, terrible DMs from people? Like, just, like, negative crap? Like, just, like, create... I think that I have a style of making content to where maybe it appears that, you know, I'm a little more vulnerable than I am or something. I don't know. But like people just say terrible things and it's like, uh, you know, that's awful. I to say that to another person, you know, what, what are some examples if you want to share? Just, I don't know, like personal attacks, like, um, you know, uh, I don't know. I can't really think of, m- that many of, I,
1: I probably I, not I, great to say it I'll stop you there don't say it <laughs> because because you're just inviting it yeah the, the man I've never got DMs like that no that's interesting you get those
2: I've definitely gotten a couple like I've been like oh if you want to like work with me or something like you don't know how to sell that's why you're doing that like your numbers are down yeah I was like no dude like whenever I post pictures of orange bars all it brings is bad shit my way people want stuff people want me to push their software like yeah i'm grateful for like people want to like work with me and stuff and and if it's the right fit it's the right fit but most of the time it's someone with like zero followers and they're just starting this tool and they're like yeah will you like spend 20 hours of your week like trying to set this up with us it's like no but, yeah. like, I think a lot of that, it gets you. And, like, some of that stuff could, like, mess with your mind. I think that's kind of why I'm, like, so much shied away from coaching and stuff. I think it's also just, like, a lot of pressure to, like, yeah. be like, hey, you should buy this. And then if it doesn't work out, like, that person could be out money and they're like, well, you told me to buy this. Yeah, And it's just a, it's a hard line. Like, I just feel like today it's like, no, I said I would buy this. Like based on my risk tolerance, I would buy this. Does that mean you should buy this? Like you asked my opinion. Should you like someone like DM me the other day? They're like, would you buy these five things? And like, very. I was like, I don't know if you feel good about it. Like, do a test buy. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's irrelevant what I feel like. I'm not like because then it's like oh, and I think sometimes that is like one of the biggest problems that I've seen in reselling or even when sharing leads or asking people's opinion, I'm not to say this happens a lot, but it's like, you're almost looking for someone to blame.
0: Sure. Like if it
2: doesn't work out, it's like, Oh, Hey yeah. Cody, what do you think about this? And I buy it and it yeah. doesn't work out. But uh, like Cody doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Like it's yeah. a for me and I don't do this, but I think a lot of people do where it's just like, yeah, I'm not that confident in this. Like I know I shouldn't buy it, but I'm gonna mm-hmm. run it by somewhere else and then be like, oh, they don't know what they're talking about? Or two, they shared it and now it's tanked. And yeah. they're like totally
0: off the hook. It's like, no, you don't know how to source, dude. Yep. Didn't you have an NFT project at one point that was trying to pay you to 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 sell for them or something?
2: Yeah, they I got I've been approached by NFT programs. I get a <laughs> lot of like I wanted to get um a Walmart, like a Walmart slash Amazon dropshipper. Like they're like, Oh, we'll manage your store. I'm like, Oh, that sounds great. Um, They're like, how much can you invest? I'm like, I got a bunch of partners. We have like half a million
0: dollars.
2: <laughs> I was like, but we need to have a call. And like, they can't make it. Like I need to record it. And like the idea would be like to record the call and put it on like YouTube. Well, they're like, I've done it to multiple and no one will agree to get on a zoom and kind of like, I was like, just send me the, just send me a profitable Ace and that you're selling. Mm-hmm. i just like, oh, we can't do that, like, cause <laughs> it's just like so funny. Like, I have to be in a weird mood after like maybe a couple drinks, and I'll go. <laughs> yeah, I'm. i like, oh, can we talk? And then I'll just like DM them back, and then in the morning I'll be like,
0: yeah, like goodbye, like I'm blocking you know. Yeah, I, I got in a comment thread with one of them, and I was like, how much would you sell me? All of your, you know, all the items you're drop shipping. Like, just tell me the list. I'll, I'll, I will cash up your PayPal or whatever. Like, what's the price? And, uh, you know, maybe I could do something with that. Who knows? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's interesting to me that you get hate. Like, I feel like I, I wasn't super familiar, but after watching your stuff, I'm like, that, that's such a weird guy to hate on. You're like positive. (laughs) You see, you sell like, like, if anybody's getting hate, I feel like it should be me. I'm the one shitting on everybody all the time. Like, you're like a positive, upbeat guy. (laughs) That's crazy.
0: Weird. That's funny that I said that, and then you said that about your content. I, I've never watched any of your stuff, so I'll have to go back and uh, see and see, see what I mean,
1: you. I, I try to just keep it like I think a lot of the things that and this is why people even listen to me. I suppose is I just don't really have much of a filter on you know this and that. So I just I'm always shitting on a lot of this stuff because I feel like I see through it. But sure. I guess it hasn't invited too too much hate. But I, I might be speaking too soon. We'll see. Yeah, I'm sure guys hate behind my back all the time because they're like, man, he was talking about me
0: here. you know i i I mean my my real opinion is if that's you know if that's like what's in your heart like that's your what you're authentic to like i don't think you should change it you know uh even if even if some you know guy like me is like that's toxic or whatever like you know cool i I wouldn't
1: think you'd think anything was toxic that i I really i'm never like outwardly hating on people you know what I mean? i think that's weird like i definitely think if you're like one of these haters on even the big gurus it's like Dude, if if you had to switch shoes with those guys, like there's some guys that get a bunch of hate. If you were in their shoes, you would crumble. You would panic and crumble with a lot of this stuff. So it's like yeah, all agree. these guys hating on everybody. It's just a lot of insecurity. And that's yeah. what I realized too, especially when I was beginning. I was hating on people and I'm like, oh, dude, this is just me being
0: insecure because I knew sure. I couldn't do what they did. Yeah. So yeah,
1: just weird to me that you get hate. That's kind of unbelievable. I've definitely
0: typed up posts and threads and like thought through how I would, you know, approach making a commentary on some of the stuff that i'm sure you've talked about and then just been like no i don't think i'm gonna touch that you know and uh, maybe it's a gut thing or i don't know maybe it's just it's not worth the... it definitely too like i think you just
2: learn as you're doing content like there's some stuff that like i used to post where i'm like i know i'm gonna get so many questions about this and like i don't want to deal with it right and yeah. there's just like some stuff where it just like I don't know. It's like, oh, like, if I'm like, oh, the prep center is doing so great, they're like, who's your prep center? I know I'm going to get like 30 DMs. I'm just like, yeah. I want to tell 30 people that I'm not sharing that. It's just so I'm yeah. like, I'm going to avoid that. Or like, if I do like all the time, uh, like, I've been doing some more prepping myself, and I'll be like, oh, like, I'm just trying to document because sometimes I feel like it's hard for me to come up with content. i am like, oh, I'm going to the UPS store. Or whatever, people are like, you're so dumb. Like, why wouldn't you have it picked up? It's like, it's right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just trying to like document like some stuff here, guys. Like, not, yeah, where it's like, or to show that, like, yeah, it's okay to not have a prep center and to like do some things yourself and drop it off. Like, that's totally fine. Like, it's your business. Do what you want. But yeah, yeah I just so, like, stuff like that, like, I just shy away from now because it's like, I just don't need the, that kind of stuff.
1: I was telling John too, that the thing is, this is like the real, real truth about this on another level is if you're one of these guys that started out like me, like shitting on these people and stuff like, okay, are you doing it for marketing? Because if you're, if you're this guy that doesn't sell anything then you're not going to make any money by shitting on anybody else, are you doing it for your ego? Because it's largely, you're going to end up getting some hate back from stuff. You're not going to get the connections you want. And another thing is if you're a hater guy and you're like a toxic guy, the audience you build is not going to pay you. So if you want to build an audience that like trusts you and pays you, they're just going to think like, oh, as soon as you do something, you're just a sellout or whatever. So like the, even the long-term strategy of yeah, just putting yourself against everybody else in that way is just not smart, I don't think. I think it's way yeah. better to just drop value and be relatively positive so people just trust you more and try to be as authentic as you can. I mean, there's obviously
0: yeah. lots there as well, but yeah. I, I think that I'm going to start – major revenue businesses with like three or four people that I wouldn't have met otherwise, other than making content and doing crap like this and like networking and and not even networking. That's like a buzzword. Like just like sharing a story about how I, you know, um, whatever I lost money on a, or like whatever the content is like long-term I think that net like thinking in decades, I'm going to meet a drew FBA or a John or somebody like that and we're going to start a software company or we'll start or or, like, I think one day it would be cool to start a a chain of pawn shops. I've thought a lot about that, you know, Uh not even close to my time, you know, right now, but one day, maybe, uh, you know, maybe someday after you guys um, solve Bitcoin or whatever, you have a ton of money (laughs) and you invest in my, you know, in my thing, like that stuff matters. So like going online and being somebody other than who I am, I totally agree counterproductive, like, like just go on and like be you and like really document where you're at and really document, uh, you know, where, uh, one of my biggest regrets and content, I didn't document my bankruptcy and like my major fail mm-hmm. in business. I actually like, want to ask you about that. Cause I did see you post out the other day. Yeah. Like I, I didn't document any. And, and part of it was, I live in a small town and I wasn't really that embarrassed for me, like in some way, you know. Like I, I was embarrassed, but like my wife's family didn't know about it and so, like me making a, you know, like a YouTube video or some Like now, you know, it does a thing, you know. Years later, who cares? But like, um, uh, like a- in the moment, like some of her close family didn't, and so like I didn't want to embarrass her, and didn't, you know, like, and so um, I wish that I, if I could go back in time, I would document everything, like, every moment during those times, because, I mean, it was, it was so raw, and, like, I, 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 you know, I am a different man because of that, you know, the, those failures from my 20s, and, you know, and, uh, you know, and really, uh, I could even share, like, some of the stuff that, ha- like, wasn't my fault, you know, I got cheated out of $85,000, um, a pay, a, a business that I helped grow, I had a contract, two contracts, Um, they sold, and ran with the money and it was an insurance company and they didn't pay out. And I was on the hook for stuff and it, it was, it was very, very nasty. And, um, uh, and so, uh, you know, I wish I had documented more during that time, uh, you know, not for legal reasons or anything. Like i never got that money back. And I, you know, but like just to have, you know, I think my sons one day are going to be like, well, what did Cody do, do during that time? If you look online, you know it doesn't it doesn't look like I'm going through you know the the hellish uh you know landscape of bankruptcy and like all that comes along with that it. it it doesn't I'm not faking it either. I just didn't talk about it and so uh you know like sharing your actual journey and like your actual you know like um like the real stuff like that's what people want people want they they, they yeah. you said you know, like earlier you said like they want uh, like I think they want a show too like they want you to edit some like. They want you to make it presentable, like, like, not like a, you know, like a four hour thing of it, but like the real stuff matters.
1: Yeah. it
2: is. David has it. He's like value tainment. Like it has to be entertaining, but there has to be value there. Yeah. Oh, and like, that's the balance you need. It just can't be value. It just can't be. T- it almost has to be a mixture.
0: I like that. Yeah. That's smart.
2: Yeah.
1: Well yeah, we've been on here for about an hour and a half. Are you got anything, uh Johnny closing. Well yeah, we've asked you like four questions. This is just this how oh, this blew up. <laughs> <Yeah. by. laughs> the conversation was just rolling. So it's like I have all these questions over there. I was like, ah, oh, that stuff's not that important. Well
2: a big part too. let me see the I'll I'll have two more.
0: Uh okay. what's the most you've lost on an ASIN? Oof. That's rough. I had a Lego <laughs> set. Uh that I that I bought. That was a high dollar Lego set and uh, um I um and so I'm I'm fourteen or fifteen deep in this ASIN and then uh Amazon comes in stock. Um they're at FBA. Uh Amazon comes in stock and um below retail at it and so um uh that was rough. Uh, so I I lost thousands of dollars on, on that, that one. Um, another big loss I had, um, I had a, this was early on. It was some kind of ventilator or like a humidifier thing or something. It wasn't this big. It was like, it was huge. It was like a big, heavy thing. And uh, somehow I shipped it out of the country. Um, and uh, it, it, this was early. And so it was the classic scam. I never received it. I never received it. I never received it. And, um, and so I ended up refunding the entire amount and then the next day, uh, they received it. And so, um, yeah, I lost, I lost the item and lost all of the, all of the money. I think that was only like four three or 400 bucks, but it was very painful. It was, that was rough. Yeah.
1: Uh, we should actually, we should start doing a lightning round at the end of these. Any questions? We just added a new segment. So yeah. Yeah
2: um actually yeah well uh what co- do you listen to any content outside the amazon space
0: there is a, a pawn shop uh channel that, I, that I, I just love watching um it's uh jma pawn or something like that um mj pawn i think is what it is mj pawn on on youtube and i've learned a ton about content from watching him go from nothing to like now he's you know, he's got a big channel but also you know i i I really love that business model. And so like watching the, watching the content, you know, every day, like different deals and transactions. Uh, I also love watching Harry tornado, um, eBay channel. Um, mm, so, I've so. watched some of this stuff. They crush yeah. it on what
2: I'm so intrigued by whatnot, but I'm like, I don't need another. Yeah. Same
0: here. I'm like, like, he, no, not touching there's it. some
2: <laughs> like Um, I forgot. I think it's like key CEO or something on Instagram. She's, like, 18. She's like, makes millions of dollars selling all sorts of stuff. Uh, on Whatnot? Yeah, On Whatnot.
0: That's crazy.
2: Yeah, it's nuts. Um, I've never
0: watched one, but I heard it's pretty crazy.
2: Uh, any parting words for uh, the people?
0: Yeah, I'll give some parting words. Um, anybody who's watched this far, if you're not selling on Amazon and you want to, there's no background check. There's no credit check. there's no uh uh references needed from your previous boss. Nobody cares if you're a felon. nobody cares how much money you have. Just get started, just start building uh you know um you're gonna have to figure out a lot of crap, but like I can tell you it's really, really worth it, and um you know there's no reason to live below the poverty line. You can really build this business. It's really possible. I see people, I'm interacting with people, I did it. These guys are doing it, you know, this is a real thing. We're not full of crap. So go out and do it. You know, if I can help, you know, let me know. I'd I'd, I'd be glad to help. Sweet. Where can people find you? It's uh, Cody Does Amazon on uh, YouTube and Instagram. Sweet. Thank you so much
2: for doing this. Guys, go follow Cody, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace. Peace.